sheet, the exact dosage of junior aspirin recommended on the back of the packet. And although Minette's doctor once instructed her to quadruple the stated dose if she wanted it to be effective, Minette knows better than to say so. Dissolving it in water and feeding it to Mona by the spoonful, though Minette knows Mona much prefers to suck them. If this is what half an hour's English son does to her. Edgar, Minette, Minnie and Mona. Off to Italy, camping, every year for the last six years, even when Mona was a baby. Milan, Venice, Florence, Pisa. Oh, what pleasure, riches, glory of countryside and town. This year, Minette had renewed the passports and replaced the sleeping bags, brought the melamine plates and mugs up to quota, checked the gas cylinders and waited for Edgar to reveal the date usually towards the end of July, when he would put his ethnographical gallery in the hands of an assistant and they would pack themselves and the tent into the car, happy families, and set off, as if spontaneously, into the unknown. But this year the end of July went, and the first week of August, and still Edgar did not speak, and Minette's employers were betraying a kind of incredulous restlessness at Minette's apparent lack of decision, and only then, on August the 6th, after a studied absent-mindedness lasting from July the 31st to August the 5th, did Edgar say, Of course, we can't afford to go abroad. Business is rock bottom. Hope you haven't been wasting any money on unnecessary equipment. No, of course not, says Minette. Minette tells many lies. It is one of the qualities which Edgar least likes in her. Minette thinks she's safe in this one. Edgar will not actually count the melamine plates, nor is he likely to discern the difference between one old lumpy navy blue sleeping bag and another unlumpy new one. We do have the money set aside, she says cautiously, hopefully. Don't be absurd, he says. We can't afford to drive the car round the corner, let alone to Venice. It'll only have sunk another couple of inches since last year beneath the weight of crap as much as of a tourist's. It's too depressing. Everything's too depressing. Oh, Venice. Goodbye, Venice. City of wealth and abandon and human weakness, glorious beneath sulphurous skies. Goodbye, Venice, says Minette in her heart. I loved you well. So we shan't be having a holiday this year, she inquires. Tears are smarting in her eyes. She doesn't believe him. She's tired. Work has been exhausting. She's an advertising copywriter. He's teasing, surely. He often is. In the morning he will say something different. You go on holiday if you want, he says in the morning. I can't. I can't afford a holiday this year. You seem to have lost all sense of reality, Minette. It's that ridiculous place you work in. And of course he is right. Times are hard. Inflation makes profits and salaries seem ridiculous. Edgar, Minette, Minnie and Mona must adapt with the times. An advertising agency is not noted for the propagation of truth. Those who work in agencies live fantasy lives as to their importance in the scheme of things and their place in a society which in truth despises them. Minette is lucky that someone of his integrity and taste puts up with her. No holiday this year. She will pay the money set aside into a building society, though the annual interest is less than the annual inflation rate. She's resigned. But the next day, Edgar comes home, having booked a holiday cottage in Kent.
a miracle. Friends of his own it and have had a cancellation. Purest chance. It is the kind of good fortune Edgar always has. If Edgar is one minute late for a train, the train leaves two minutes late. Now, on the Friday, here they are. Edgar, Minette, Minnie and Mona, installed in this amazing rural paradise of a Kentish hamlet, stone-built thatched cottage, swifts flying low across the triangular green, the heavy smell of farmyard mixing with the scent of the absurd red roses round the door and the night stocks in the cottage garden, tired and happy after a day on the beach with the sun shining and the English channel blue and gentle washing upon smooth pebbles. Mona sleeps, stirs. The night is hot and thundery, ominous. Inflation makes the monopoly money not so fantastic as it used to be. Minette remarks.